Hey, this is Chelsea Perry. Welcome to Tame the Circus Brain. Today we are talking about doing whatever it takes to get our own hearts right so that we don't act freaking weird. (laughs) This, as everything, is taken directly out of a chapter of my life that I'm living right now. It's interesting different things that trigger you that can bring up a cringe feeling when it reminds you of pain or hurt or of someone that's been in your path that's been misunderstanding or where you feel misunderstood or there's been a misunderstanding between the two of you. And I am just endeavoring to be at peace with all people as much as is up to me. There are situations surrounding me where different things would happen and it would bring up so much pain. Like how in the world would you not understand that that's a horrible idea, you know, and it would produce so much pain in me dealing with people's behaviors that seem intentional or that seem like there's no possible way that you could not know that this is a bad idea. And what I'm realizing is covering other people in love, but truly, truly doing the hard work to forgive them so that when they walk in the room, there's not this huge sense of cringe and pain that like goes through the toxic poison through your body that are the remnants of unforgiveness. And I think that it's a fascinating thing how much the body responds to the mind and the heart. It's wild how we're engineered, like scientifically, where you have a thought and then literally toxic chemicals. You you start pumping feelings where your whole body, it's like hot or it's uncomfortable. And I mean, we could just really get into this. There are all kinds of situations where I know I've caused that in people. I, I know that there have been misunderstandings where other people have felt pain because of my actions or because of my words or because of misunderstanding my intentions. But, you know, we all read ourselves through the beautiful stained glass window of our own intentions. You know, it, it casts a beautiful, colorful uh, picture in our own mind of our the filter of our imagination of, oh, this is what I meant by that. Or this is where I was coming from. Or they didn't have the whole picture if they only knew this and this. And my Mimi had just passed away and I was so devastated and or this or that or this or that. And, and we could very easily pile up tons of excuses and view our own actions through these beautiful facades of of our own experience. But the truth is, it's a matter of perception is reality. And how the situation is perceived by someone is what's real to them. And so I've been navigating this my whole life. My whole life, I've watched people take on offenses or pain or a misunderstanding or fear or get tormented about something and then not truly resolve the issue and then make huge life decisions, uproot their whole families out of a community or turn their back on somebody. And I've watched this produce some pretty crazy fruit in people's lives. And so watching that and getting to see things take course and take shape down the road a little bit from the heightened emotion of a moment has gotten me to decide, just make a choice. I'm going to roll my sleeves up and I'm going to do the hard work that it takes to keep my heart right. And it is not fun. It is not easy. It's not any easier today than it was when I started this endeavor to truly walk with a clean heart, 
to truly be in forgiveness, to truly be sorry for something that brings somebody else pain. But I, I'm working to do that. And the reason I'm living that way is because I know that I can't fake it. I'm not one that can do a close smile and anyone believe it. Like, oh, I, I, you know, it's so good to see you. I, I'm not one that can hide my emotions that way, nor do I want to. I actually worked hard to strip myself of all those walls so that I would be right under the skin and that my heart would be right on my sleeve. And I worked on that because I felt like that vulnerability truly is powerful. Kingston, my brother, taught me that that the most powerful person in the room is the most vulnerable. And you feel like you're the most in danger. You feel like you have the ability to be hurt the most in the room. So it doesn't feel like you're the most powerful person. But what it is, is that you are truly there. You are all fully present, every part of you. And I have just endeavored to live a life like that, no matter how much pain it produces in some areas. I am committed to work through my issues. So I definitely still actively have to deal with this. Like when I hear of different people saying certain things or doing certain things, I've just learned there's more to the story. There's truly different sides to every single story and there's different perspectives and there's not really a right and wrong. I mean, there definitely are black and white things in the world and there's definitely a right and wrong and a good and evil and all those things. But I just mean when it comes to people issues, there's all kinds of facets. There's all kinds of different sides of an issue where people are coming from a place that makes a lot of sense when you really dive in. Even if it's not what I would do or what I want this person to do, it makes sense. And, you know, I've had to get out of a couple of relationships that were really painful and really challenging, but there were enough things that I saw that weren't on the same level, going to the same place. And I knew the person was so defensive, I could not really work through it with them conventionally. I knew that if I were to sit and to say, the way you approached this, the way that this happened, the way you handled this situation, I couldn't really be associated with that anymore. And if I really started to break it down, I knew the person couldn't truly handle it and it would be more painful because the person wouldn't have eyes to see and ears to hear. And so some relationships, I, not many, but there've been a couple that I've had to just sort of adjust my position. And hopefully, I mean, I've worked to keep, I don't, I work to not burn a bridge and to keep things peaceful and friendly as much as possible. But uh, in some situations, you can't directly address the person. You have to assess and evaluate, is this person going to even have room in their heart's to be able to go there with me, or is it just going to be a big defensive kind of massacre? <laughs> but there are just different times where you've got to tend to the garden of your heart. And it's funny because there are different things in my life that I hear, like I hear wind chimes. My friend bought me a wind chime at my house and I hear wind chimes every day. And it reminds me of a specific conversation I had with somebody and I've been hurt by that person for years and I've debated pretty much weekly if I should take the wind chime down, but I've worked to associate it with other things that are healthy, but it also has served as a great reminder that I've got to forgive and I've got to cover them in love and I've got to realize 
maybe they're mad at me. Maybe I did something weird. Maybe there's more to the story. And that kind of determination to walk uprightly and to keep my heart as pure as possible for real, not like a facade of a plastic endeavor to appear like there's no problem, but to truly do the hard work in your heart where it's like, I forgive this person and I think that there might be other things going on that I don't know about. And truly just saying, okay, if I were in their shoes, if I'm going to look at this from their point of view, what are they thinking? You know, and, and I know that there are a lot of times elements that we don't know the whole picture. And I think that's something we do to protect each other a lot and to protect all the people in the situation. But sometimes it's really hard to assess a situation when you don't have all the information. And how often do you truly get all the information? I feel like very rarely. And so I'm just working to not be judgmental and critical and definitely not judging like parents, for example. I'm not a parent. I don't know what it feels like to be a parent. I don't know what it feels like to be in these other people's shoes. But you know what? Even when I am a parent, I'm making a choice to not be critical. And it fascinates me. Like mom shaming is like a whole thing. I know there's like literally the word mom shaming is a thing. And where people are super negative about the way other people parent their kids. And it's just hysterical to me because it's like, who asked you? Like, why are, why are we like on the jury, like here to convict someone of doing it wrong? Because everybody gets the opportunity to do it the best way they know how, and they get to choose how they want to raise their family. And that's the fascinating thing of being able to make a human being with someone. Then you get to make your own tribe. And it's just interesting. And I get the whole justice for kids and the you know, you want to pick up a cause of someone that can't pick up a cause for themselves. I understand all that. But just some things it's like, should they still have a pacifier? It's like, it's who cares? <laughs> it's not my business. And so I'm just endeavoring to kind of live a life that way, where it's basically none of my business unless it is. And that helps me keep my heart right. But when it comes to directly with me, like I've had people that have been offended by me for sure. And that's a hard thing to walk through. And I've definitely dealt with offense for sure. But I'll tell you the words dealt with are key because I deal with them. And it's hard when the other people involved don't want to really talk about it. Or if you do talk about it, it doesn't feel like you really can go all the way there because of different things. And it's hard. It's frustrating when you're in something with somebody that you cannot get a true resolve. It's a hard feeling, especially for a heart like mine. I love everything to be completely um, healthy and life-giving and every, I don't know who doesn't long for peace, but it feels like my nature, I mean, the maybe the people-pleasing side of me that I'm working on just wants everything to always be in a good state. And I desire that harmonious tone of life and you don't always get that. But I've just decided as for me, I'm going to genuinely forgive people. I'm going to genuinely let them off the hook. I'm going to cover them, even though a little bit crazy, you know, but even though they're a little, it's like we all got something a little bit weird. We're all a little weird. We've all got something we're working on. And so instead of throwing people away, the first sign of their weirdness, it's like, okay, I'm going to cover them and I'm going to love them. And even though, that isn't the best situation. I'm going to love them anyway. Okay.
All right, that was part one of Chelsea's two-part talk on the importance of forgiveness and letting people off the hook. Make sure to check back next week for part two. Also, here's a quick update from Chelsea on her latest book releases. Guys, do not forget to check out my books. This is a very fun, brand new area that I have decided to invest my time in. So the first book is on marbles. The second book is on rock your season and continue to check out every book every month this year. I will be releasing 12 the the year of 2018. 